Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. So today I am talking to Ashley. She owns a company called Gather Leavenworth. You can check them out at Gather, G-A-T-H-E-R, Leavenworth, L-E-A-V-E-N-W-O-R-T-H.com. They are event planners. And uh, I wanted to talk to her about event planning because event planning is so overwhelming for most people if you don't hire a professional. And I wanted to get her take on why her job is necessary, um, what value she brings to a wedding or an event. And um, I, I don't know. I just wanted to kind of pick her brain a little bit. And in going through her website, I discovered, and we talk about this in the episode, that she has a course that's, I can't even believe it, is $199, where you can, uh, she gives you all her resources, spreadsheets, worksheets, and I think she said 33 videos about planning your wedding. So if you're like I was when I was getting married, I couldn't have afforded a wedding planner. I could have definitely afforded a $200 course to help me plan a wedding. Um but I think this was a wonderful conversation about what your wedding should be, um, how to kind of approach planning the wedding, how to figure out if you need a wedding planner or a wedding coordinator, um, which is just a day of coordinator. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a great conversation. I learned a lot. So you can check her out again at gatherleavenworth.com. And I hope you enjoy this episode about wedding planning because, you know, really, you could plan, you could use these same principles to plan a bar or bat mitzvah, um, a retirement party, um, a 75th uh, birthday party, a 50th wedding anniversary party. There's so many different large events that kind of fit into the guise of the same planning necessities as a wedding. So I don't know. Now that we're hopefully going to be able to gather <laughs> in the near future in larger quantities, maybe this will give us something to look forward to, right? Planning some big party. Anyway, I hope you enjoy today's episode with Ashley of Gather Leavenworth. Uh, I did. And uh, thank you for coming back every week. Thank you for your patience with being late this week. I apologize, but uh, she was worth the wait. So um, yeah, enjoy the episode. you. I know this was Halston's idea because um, I've, I was like, I'm having a hard time coming up with podcast episode ideas. And he was like, well, I met this great wedding planner. Would you be interested in talking to her? And I said, yes, that would be amazing. So um, tell me a little bit about what you do. And then I have a long list of questions for you. Long awesome. list. Love it. So yeah, so we do event coordinating in Leavenworth, Washington. Um, it's kind of a destination wedding location. Um, it's like Pacific Northwest feel, but we are up in the mountains. I don't know if you can see behind me, but we've got I can mountains back here um, and really nice weather, a lot nicer than Seattle. And uh, so people <sighs> love it over here to get married. And so we do all kinds of events. We do um, small stuff at like distilleries and wineries and uh, things like that, more corporate sides things. And then we go all the way up to big weddings. So it's a, it's a great spot. I absolutely love what I do. I'm super passionate about it. I'm doing it for about 
seven years now. Um, started in kind of like corporate stuff, desk job, and realized that I we wanted to move back. We actually grew up here. Me and my husband did. And so we wanted to move back. Got a really cool opportunity to do so. So I was like, let's just do it. I'm going to start it. We're going to do it. I've always wanted to have this business. Um, and yeah, it's been great. I love it. That's awesome. So this is something you always wanted to do, an event planner? Yeah, I'm kind of one of those people that like loves to, or, and it's weird because I'm not really like type A, but I love to organize things and I love to um, like, yeah, just like all the logistics coming together. That's like, that's the passion that I have for it all. Like seeing it all play out the day of the event is so fun. Um, so I bet. Yeah, I bet it's really fun. So um, I planned my own wedding. I got married 18 years ago. And I grew up in a really small town in rural Georgia. And I didn't really know what a wedding planner was. I didn't really know what, uh, why I would need one until I had a wedding. And then I went, oh, okay. I think maybe that would have made a lot of things a lot easier. So what, I mean, I, I did everything I I didn't even have a day of coordinator. I didn't even know those types of people existed. Yeah. So uh, I think there are people, or maybe I'm just really naive and really ignorant. I don't know. But I bet there are some people who still don't understand the purpose or the value of what you Mm do. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. And that's actually, I'm glad you touched on this, my favorite part of what I do Um, because I felt that same way when I got married, I was like, I I love this kind of stuff. This is going to be great. And then I realized like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like just the stress, it's the best day of your life because you have everyone in the world that loves you most in the same room. And you don't think about how stressful just that is in general. And then also you're feeding them and you're making sure they have a good time with a drink in hand. And you're just, you, you have a lot of fire in all cylinders. So making sure someone else is in charge of that is just amazing because then you can kick back and not have to worry about any of those logistics of who's arriving when and did this get set up right and all that stuff. Instead, you are truly like present in that moment and get to enjoy all those people at the same time. Um, Remember what you ate and what the day was like. And just, it's a huge difference for my clients. And that's, that's honestly the only reason I do what I do. There's a lot of coordinators out there that are more like design focused and they want to make everything look pretty. And um, especially over here on the side of the mountains, things are a little different. My job is to make sure that the the clients and that their family, especially mamas, that they don't have any <laughs> just relax and enjoy their family and all stress, all things, they all come to us. So it's really, it is really important. So what do you think is the hardest part of your job? Oh gosh, I think, um, probably getting it's, I call it the pass off. And so it's getting all that information from the client. I, we have a really great process to be able to do that, but I think most of this, the hardest part is to get the clients to let go, you know, and like to truly let us have it. And so we take them through a pretty detailed process. So I think usually we, we always get them, but it's, it's that you can always tell that moment when they're like, Oh, okay. Like I'm done. Like I can actually, like, I don't have anything to think about nothing to do besides I got to walk down the aisle. Um, That moment is amazing, but it's kind of hard to get them to that point sometimes like to let go, let us do it. To trust you. You think it's about trusting that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say necessarily trusting in our, in our crew, but just in the fact that they've put sometimes two years into this planning. And so they've got it all going on in their brain of exactly how things should run and just letting go of that is hard. I mean, I Right, right, right. Um, let me see what all my questions are. I have so many. Um, so what do, what do, this is going to be, this may be a really base, stupid question, but like soup to nuts, what do you do as a wedding planner? Yeah. So like our packages, um, from, they kind of span from day of coordinating all the way to full planning. Um, so day of coordinating is basically you're responsible for the planning all the way up until about a month or a couple weeks prior to the wedding. And then we start to take all that information from you. We want to know everything that ever went through your brain about your wedding. And then we execute it for you on your behalf, but you're responsible for all the planning. Like you got to call the people, you got to book the things you got to, you know, iron all that out first. Um, and then full planning is, um, the opposite. 
So we do everything the day of, but we also are planning everything. We're leading that process for you. We're the ones calling the vendors and presenting you with information. And then the the day of the wedding, we show up and we run the whole show. Even the day before, um, we run your like your rehearsal. Um, and then the day of, we we show up, we set everything up for you. So like all your decor and all the flowers, we greet all the vendors. We have like a really detailed timeline that we just make sure that, um, you know, everything runs smoothly. If the vendors need anything, they don't come to the client, they come to us. Mm-hmm. Family needs stuff, they come to us. So we're kind of like your walking host, like that nobody knows, but that we are able to take on all that stuff for them so that they don't have to worry about that kind of thing. So when you say vendors... For people listening, you mean flowers, cake, dining, beverage, um, what else? Photography, officiant, videography, music. So DJ, sometimes there's a ceremony musician, sometimes there's a live band. Um, yeah, like often there's usually between like 10 to 15 vendors at a, at a wedding or they're involved in some way. Sometimes they're just dropping stuff off and leaving, but there, there's a lot of moving parts that are happening. And um, often, you know, things usually run smoothly, but majority of the time there's always little things that pop up um, of, that, you know, you got to pick up or change or whatever, alter and we're there to make sure that happens. So we're not running up and asking the bride every two seconds. Well, do you want this change this way? We already know her vision. So we can answer those questions for her and make those. Dis- right. Keep sipping on her mimosa. So at my wedding, we got married in a, a one room church in rural Georgia. That's been in my family since I think 1848 long time. So I planned the wedding because we were flat broke. I mean, like did not have a nickel. So I, I paid for the wedding myself. My dad paid for the music in the wedding and he bought like, um, our reception area was an outdoor, um, like carport, but we got married December 27th in Georgia. So it was cold. So I was like, how do we deal with this carport? We have to like enclose it somehow and heat it somehow. So we bought these like panels and enclosed the carport. My family members made a barbecue. So we had pulled pork and potato salad and coleslaw. And uh, my cousin made my wedding cake, which was beautiful. It was actually a pound cake that she made into a layer cake. And uh, our groom's cake was Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> and I just went like, I don't want a gift. You make yeah. the potato salad. I don't want a gift. You make the cake. I don't want a gift. You you uh, buy the panels that go around the outside of this um, place. And it was the one of the most fun weddings I've ever been to. Um, I bought all my flowers at Sam's Club. And I made all of my arrangements myself that like two days before my dad owned a convenience store that had these big coolers. So I made all my flower arrangements and put them in like behind the beer (laughs) in the walk-in coolers. And all my family came together and we decorated that carport. I mean, like we strung tool in the ceiling and, and Christmas lights and uh, we wrapped the posts and like tool and Christmas lights and, it was like magical, but it was really exhausting. And and the day of, I had not thought of myself at all. So I had no idea where I was going to get ready. I got ended up getting ready at my cousin's house. I drove myself to the wedding in a borrowed pickup truck. And then I walked down the aisle with my train strapped to my wrist. I completely forgot that I had my train on my wrist. No train. And then... In our wedding, uh, one of the groomsmen had sent someone else to pick up his tuxedo. Now, remember, we're in rural Georgia. My hometown has 1,600 people. Yeah. So, like, the nearest tuck shop is 30 minutes away. And yeah. he was lazy, and he didn't want to go pick it up. So, when they went there, the groomsman, one of the grooms, our best man said, um, this particular groomsman that didn't want to pick up his tux was six foot two, and he was a model, like like a real model. Yeah. And <laughs> our... Uh, our best man was like, do you have any like 24 inseam pants? Can you just put those in his tux bag? So when he put his tux on, his tuxedo pants were 
were shorter than his socks. Oh, no. So he saw his socks and then skin and then his pants. This was a big joke. I had no idea this joke was going on. As I'm walking down the aisle, my father-in-law is laughing hysterically, which I think he's laughing at me or at Bert or at somebody. He's laughing because Croy has like high waters beyond on. Um, But I I remember driving myself to the wedding going, I'm not really sure I should be driving myself to the wedding in a pickup truck by myself. Then the, the, the music had to come from Atlanta, which was an hour away. We found this DJ in Atlanta who drove all the way to our reception and forgot all his power cords. Oh my God. All his equipment. So I had wanted my grandfather who was still alive had, there's this local band called the sundowners who did like country Western, um, cover. It was a country Western cover band. I'm not a country Western huge fan, but I did that for my grandfather. And I was like, you know what, when everybody's kind of milling around and before we eat and stuff, we'll have the sundowners and then we'll have the DJ and we'll party up and have a great time and dance. Right. Well, the sundowners ended up playing through our, our first dance. And we were, we like, we danced to this song by like Vince Gill that neither of us knew because the DJ was in Atlanta getting his power cords. And then he came back with these power. It was like, it, it was crazy. That, they're like on that experience. That is amazing. <sighs> it was really memorable. I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. However, I think I would have hired someone, maybe not for all the planning, yeah. but at least for the day of. Yeah. Yeah. And we deal with that too. I mean, we're in Leavenworth. It is pretty rural out here too. And people, when they come over here, they want to, especially a lot of our venues, it's, uh, there's, it's almost like you're camping. And so it's like, how do we turn this campsite or this open meadow or this field into a wedding? And it's, it's a lot of family helping. And so we Mm -hmm. kind of get to be the, we turn the family, we always say, we turn the family member, pick one person. So of all the aunts, pick one aunt who's going to be your florist. And we're going to, we're going to treat them like a vendor. So we're going to ask them all the right questions. They're going to do all the same things. So even if it's a family member, that's totally fine, but we're still going to treat it the same way, the same process so that they feel like they've got all their ducks in a row. Right. It was really fun. It was really, really memorable. I think for my whole family, but uh, I think hiring a wedding planner is probably the way to go. Even to do just what you just said. Okay, Aunt Diane, you're in charge of the tool on the ceiling. Here's how we're going to get it done. That would have been brilliant. Brilliant. That's fun though. I have a story. (laughs) It was, it was a story. I mean, there are so many more stories in that whole wedding, you know, um, my, my uncle like came to the wedding. My, I, my husband's from Philadelphia and his family's from the main line, which is kind of like, you know, fancy people. And I'm from like, you know, shoot it, stuff it, need it kind of people. <laughs> and so I think it was a culture shock when my uncle pulls up in his truck and he's got like two shotguns in the back window of his truck. And we get the shotgun out and pass it around at the wedding. And people are like, Oh my God, who did he marry? <laughs> That is awesome. I always say the imperfections are what make a wedding though. Like, you know, all the things that go wrong, the funny things. I mean, you'll remember that obviously forever. It's it's forever. Yes, forever. And, you know, we built this big tower of Krispy Kreme donuts, but my, my pop who I was very close to was a moon pie guy. He didn't like Krispy Kreme. So we stuck moon pies everywhere. And people from Philadelphia were like, what are these things? <laughs> what is that stuck in the middle of this donut tower? I was like, it's a moon pie. You should try it. They're kind of awesome. <laughs> Another funny thing about our wedding is I grew up in a, a really rural town. And I, I think they were a little uncomfortable with us drinking on the church premises. So my dad had to really convince them to let us drink and have music and everything that a regular wedding reception has. He kept saying, but they're Catholics. So, you know, the Catholics, they drink. It was, we're Baptist. You you got it. I mean, we have all these people coming from Philadelphia and they're all Catholic. So we were allowed to have um, wine, but only wine and beer. But I think we had to buy some muscadine wine from somebody in the church as well as just regular wine. <laughs> just bizarre. Oh my gosh. That's, that is, that's great. I mean, that's stories great. like that are just going to, your kids are going to keep talking about those. I mean, that's, just, that's great. That's the fun part about a wedding, right? 
It is. It really, all the pieces and the stories and there's always something and it's always hilarious and it always works out. They always get married at the end. So at the end, right? Everybody gets a piece of cake. (laughs) Always works out. So on your website, um, you have something called the pass off. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that, please. Yeah. So I started feeling just super passionate about sharing that knowledge with people and even people who aren't in Leavenworth, just anyone. I just feel like that piece of the coordination of being able to pass off that full feeling of relief that you get to enjoy and be present. It's just because I am so obsessed with that feeling of that day, that wedding day of just being with those people that you love so much um, in a fun place. And you're, I don't know, it's just so great. And so I want people to be able to experience that. And I've had people not be able to experience that, or I've, I've gone to family members, weddings and watched brides just stress the whole freaking time or family members or parents just like can't sit still or running around doing stuff. And I hate that. I want them to be able to remember that day and enjoy it, not feel like I can't wait till this day's over. So I created a course that walks you through like every possible tiniest to biggest thing that you could think about with your wedding planning. And it all, um, in the end, it's all about how do you pass off that information to someone doesn't need to be a day of coordinator. If it is, and you have that in your budget, that's great. Or if it's a, it's a family member, but someone needs to be delegated as that, that person, um, that host for you. And so I always recommend, like, it's not going to be a wedding person, your wedding party. It's not going to be a parent. It's going to be someone who, a friend that might be a little distant or a cousin that might be okay with, cause they're going to be working their, your wedding. So it's something, you know, whatever. So yeah, that is, it's a number, I think it's 33 videos and um, a number of worksheets within that. And it walks you through, like, if you start it, it'll be day one of your planning. And then the last day is like the week before your wedding. And then there's one right after. So it walks you through the whole time. You can adjust it to whatever time frame. Um, you know, like say you, you got it a year before your wedding, you can adjust it. You bought it three months before your wedding, whatever. So yeah, that's kind of what we've, what we've been working on. I think that is brilliant. I think that is brilliant in so many ways. One way is it empowers people to take control of something that's very anxiety producing. Yeah. So I would imagine you could go through that course and still hire a wedding planner, yep. right? You Because then you know exactly what to expect. I would imagine you could apply that to something other than a wedding, maybe mm-hmm. a bar mitzvah, Yeah. you know, yeah. something, a huge graduation party or, you know, a huge retirement party, something that's not a wedding, right? Yep. Everything is talks you through all the elements. That's so brilliant. And it also gives resources to people like me when I was uh, getting married. I mean, Bert would ask me for 50 bucks to go play poker and I'd go, buddy, I don't got it. I mean, I put our entire wedding on my credit card and paid it off over years. Right. And I'm not, I'm not alone in that. There's so many people who want to have a beautiful experience and just can't afford it. So what an amazing gift that is to me. In my opinion, when I saw that on your website, I was like, I have never met this person, but I love her because you're that empowerment piece is so wonderful. It's such a give because you're right. Not everyone's going to go to Leavenworth and get married. So your services aren't available to everybody, but they are through the pass off. I thought that was just great. Yeah. It's, I'm really excited about it. I think that it has, and I've gotten good feedback from it so far. We've only had it up for like uh, nine months or six months. Um, yeah, gosh, that kind of right at the beginning of the pandemic. And so it was kind of a good also way to meet people where they're at and try and help them in their planning. Cause they might have some more time on their hands to plan it themselves. And they wanted some more guidance and, um, and yeah, and it's a fraction of a cost of booking a coordinator. So it's available to a lot more people. Yeah. I thought it was just great. It was humanitarian. <laughs> Maybe that's large, but I really did go. I, I wish I had this resource when I, you know, 18 years ago, that would have been amazing. I would have totally bought that. And because, you know, a lot of people, I have a different philosophy about spending than some people. Sometimes the value added of the cost of that course is is so great. Like, I don't even know how much the course costs, but if it's say it's like $500, just for instance, then, you know, 
I, I, some people have the tendency to go, well, that's $500 I could spend on my wedding. But if you spend that $500 on the course, then you may end up actually saving $500, $700, somewhere else. Yeah. And that's kind of the whole trick with coordinating in general is that we know all the tricks that we've seen it all. We've done it all. So we know how to save you money. Um, and we get like some fun discounts too. And I think most coordinators do this, but like, you know, if vendors ever give us kickbacks or whatever, we always push that to the client. Like you guys get a discount. So there's, there's little perks involved for sure. And, and we know of ways to save money or to put your money in the right places, or you really don't need to be spending that much money on that. Like, let's put some more towards this. Um, yeah, so it is absolutely. And and we have all that in the course too. So, you know, you don't need someone live doing it for you. I probably talk way too much in the videos, but I explain it all in very much detail of like what you need to know. And, and then there's like spreadsheets and worksheets and you can use as much of it or as little bit as you want, but it's good just to have and as a resource for yourself. I think it's just brilliant. It's brilliant. So another thing on your website I thought was amazing, which I didn't even know existed, is that you arrange elopements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me about that. So uh, yeah, that's like a special part of my heart. I love elopements. They're so much fun. And and most people are like, what's an elopement? Elopement is just a really small wedding. So often it's just the couple or um, like our packages go up to 10 people Um, during the pandemic. You know, we we were cut at that 30 person mark for a while. So we've, we've kind of expanded it out. So you can do like more of a, we call it like a micro wedding if you get up to that number. But, but yeah, there, there are these packages that you literally get to show up and get married. So you have a lengthy conversation with us up front about everything that's important to you. And we talk you through each element, like, you know, when you thought about getting married, what was the view behind you? When, um, what what was the flavor of the cake? What food did you, you know, all of that. So we know everything that you want. And then we go do it all for you. Literally don't, you get to walk into a day that looks like you planned that you you didn't do anything. And so it includes an officiant, a photographer, flowers, dessert, dinner, rentals, design, um, everything that you possibly need, um, to just show up and have this really intimate, sweet wedding. Um, it's, I love them. They're really, and since it's smaller, you can fit them in really cool places. Leavenworth has so many cool views and like random spots that we can sneak you in. And so we've done elopements in a lot of cool spots. I thought that was amazing. I literally saw that and I was like, this is amazing. I, I would, I would imagine I just didn't know that existed, that that service existed. Does it exist other places besides your, your event planning? Yeah. Yeah. People are doing it all over right now, especially, um, especially right now. Um, but it's beginning more and more popular because people are finding that if I could spend, you know, say five to 10 grand instead of 25, 35, 45 grand, I can go on a pretty awesome honeymoon or I can go put that money towards a house or whatever. Like, you know, there's other things you can do with that money and you still get that whole experience. There's nothing that you feel like you don't get besides having maybe a hundred people there. But if that's not something that's important to you and we're finding more and more that that's not really that important to couples, they want, they want that, um, experience for themselves and like their immediate family. And that's really it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's great. I'm, I'm, I love them. I thought I, might have, I had like 450 people at my wedding, but I honestly might now go back. If I had to do it again, I wouldn't, I would never divorce my husband, but I would, we would <laughs> get eloped. We would totally elope somewhere. It looked so romantic. Everything I saw on your website, I was like, this is just beautiful and intimate and what it should be about. I mean, our wedding, even with our tiny budget was like 120 people, but, uh, but and I really wouldn't change our wedding, but if we were going to renew our vows, I would elope. Yeah. Totally. I totally. That too. I've told my husband, I'm like, don't worry, we're definitely doing this in some form because it's so fun. You get a, you feel pampered because you like get, are getting waited on and your hair and makeup stylists arrive and you're just like, okay, let's go. Like I, I did, didn't have to worry about any of this. And now I just get to get pampered and have this fun day. And it's cool. It's really cool. That's so cool. Yeah. So if you have, a bride who is totally lost, who has no idea what she wants, what do you tell her? Or Hmm. a bride and groom, I should say. It's both of their day. But if they show up and they go, I have no idea, I have no idea, I have no idea. What do you tell them? Yeah, honestly, then I, the cool part about working with us is that, you know, we'll we'll fill in the gaps for you. 
Um, so I usually take them through just a really lengthy uh, set of questions and ask them all the details. And it might even get into more like, what's your favorite piece of decor in your living room? Or um, what's your favorite place to go out and eat? Or what's your favorite drink? You know, things like that, just to get to know them mm-hmm. so that I can try and help them guide them on those questions. Because really the thing that people forget about weddings is it doesn't need to look a certain way. Your wedding should reflect you and it should be fun and personable and it doesn't need to be stuffy. Um, and so just trying to somehow find them and pull that into the planning. So if I can understand the client really well, then I feel like I can create a wedding for them that looks like them. They'd be super happy with. And if they don't care, then that's even better for me, honestly, because then I can just <laughs> book my favorite vendors and, and create this really fun event for them. And then they're really surprised. So yeah, I don't mind that at all. You don't mind when they come in and they're lost. They don't know. No, 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 no. Um, what do you think? Um, now, so I am remodeling a house. I just did a podcast about remodeling a house and I pull out like, um, inspiration pictures from magazines and online. And is, do you find that helpful? Yes. Um, a lot of coordinators will say that Pinterest is a curse, but also like it's a, a necessary evil. Uh, you know, cause it's just like the stockpile of like every picture you could possibly imagine. So it is good. It's great. But, uh, yeah, of course you've all, you've all heard of the Pinterest fails and all the things that people try and do. Um, so yes, it's necessary. It totally, I'm super visual and most, uh, people in the wedding business, most creatives are super visual. So having photos, like, especially for your florist and your photographer, that things that you can look at and say, I love this and this is why. Um, and so you don't have to explain it that is really helpful. So for us, yeah, we always ask for pictures and we, we create a visioning board with them. So they'll create a Pinterest board with us. And we kind of just, just to get a feel of what they love and what catches their eye. And so it is, it is helpful. Sometimes it's like, Ooh, I don't know how we're going to do that, but <laughs> other times it's really great. It gives you at least like a jumping off place. I think yeah. a, a place to start. I think that's the key too, is an inspiration photo in my opinion is just that. It's the inspiration, not the end result, right? Because it's almost impossible to recreate something you see in a photograph like that, you know? You can get close. You can get really, really close. But that's what an inspiration photo is. It's inspiration, not exactitude. Um, So what do you think is the hardest thing for a bride? Um, in this process, what's the hardest piece? I think often I would say design. Um, I think they often know what they like, but they don't know how to pull together the design of a wedding or like, or don't have a good feel of what that looks like or, um, what all they need. And sometimes it might be too much or not enough. And so I would say that like, it, it feels really overwhelming because usually the first place people go is Pinterest or they go to these websites with all this information. And, and there's a lot of stuff you can do, like a lot of ways you can design your wedding. So, uh, one finding what you like, and then how do I even do that? And, oh my gosh, it's going to cost me a lot of money. And how do I do it now that for cheaper? So that piece, there's so many little details. Like, I mean, that you have to think about when it comes to design to like, I got to make sure I got pens for my guest book and that I have this signage to show me this. And I mean, there's like, it could be hundreds of things and it doesn't have to be, but I think that overwhelms brides. Yeah. Just the many, many moving parts. Yeah. yeah the many yeah. moving parts. What do you think uh, overwhelms uh, the grooms? <laughs> the bride. <laughs> <laughs> Just if the bride's happy, they're usually happy. And so honestly, that those are like my best moments of coordinating is having the groom come up to me after the wedding. Just like, honestly, in tears. Hug- I mean, probably very drunk, but hugging me and just like, I can't thank you enough. She had the best time and she's so happy and this is all she ever wanted. So it's just like, just because she was able to experience it and like lift the stress because they've been with the bride for probably a year or two years now. And it's a stressful for the grooms. It's a stressful year of planning. I mean, it's a lot for them as well. I mean, they have to, they have to be given a lot of back rubs and it's going to be okay. We're going to, it's going to work out great. So it's a, it's a really great day for them too. So what do you think is the minimum amount of time needed to plan a wedding? Um, that's a good question. It can be done 
you know, in a very short, like I've done it in three months. We plan elopements in a week. Um, but it's a just the shorter the time frame, the more stress because you have, and you have to have the more time to delegate to it. So often these people are, they have full-time jobs and they can't, they don't have the time to put towards planning. So mm-hmm. I would say like, ideally would be a year. Um, you know, even if you had like a year and a half, that'd be really great. Cause then you can, you know, just, it, again, it's just the more time, the less stressful. Mm. I planned my wedding in three months. Oh, oh. September, I got engaged. I got married in December. That's- that's a tight time frame. It was that's tight. Coordinator. I mean, that's it's hard. That's it's a lot of things to pull together in a short amount of time. It's a full time job at that point. There was a lot of spreadsheets. There yeah. were a lot of spreadsheets. And eighteen years ago, I mean, spreadsheets aren't what they are today. <laughs> there were no powerpoints or anything like that. I was like Excel, 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 Excel. Everything. It was it was really intense. Um, three months was a short period of time. It is. That is a short, short. That is a really short time. It's doable, but it's okay. hard. It was doable, but um, let me see. How do you think, okay, what do you think is the number one skill that you need for your job? Um, I think first and foremost, being a people person. I think so often a lot of coordinators out there are, they're more type A and a little more focused on um, like everything needs to be perfect and right in the right way. And I think the best coordinators out there, and there's lots of them that are fantastic at what they do are people, people, and they can, you know, talk as long as you can talk people through solutions and, you know, get excited with them and have fun with the process, then that's going to, that's the number one thing. I think, honestly, everything else will fall into place. You obviously also have to, a lot of organization skills, you know, you have to be able to multitask. Um, those are all things you gotta, you gotta like numbers. You gotta like moving parts. You gotta like stress. <laughs> like I, I'm an athlete as well previously. And I, so I, there's something about that adrenaline and there's a ton of adrenaline the day of the wedding, just, you know, moving quickly, trying to make sure everything happens right. And I love that because then at the end of the day, you're like, Oh, like, it's just like after a game, like, Oh my gosh, we did it. It's great. So I accomplished something. I did something major. Yeah. Event planners are like movie producers, right? I think they are. So if you have that that kind of mindset, if you're the person that's planning the prom at your school and you love it, then this is probably a good job for you, right? I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I plan the prom. That's why I did my, that's why I did, <laughs> I did my whole wedding okay. So I was like, oh, I've done this before. I'm the person that organized the balloon arch in 1988. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, it is. It's people who like, you know, have their head in their planners or people that um, like spreadsheets. Like you said, I, I'm obs- I love it's weird, but I love spreadsheets. And yeah. So yeah. People- I love them, too. For, for them. Yeah. I, I'm a spreadsheet queen. I love spreadsheets. They just I get everything's in one place and you can add, subtract, multiply, divide. You can move things around. It's just amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It is. Um, how do you spot a bad wedding planner? What would be a tip? Like, good question. Um, I would just say if you sat down to coffee with them and you didn't enjoy them, then you probably shouldn't hire them. I always say that too. Like, I, that's the same advice I give for like photographers and videographers, the people that you're, they're literally at your side your whole wedding day. And so if they irritate you or bug you, then you don't want them there. And that's not fun. So you want to make sure they're personable and you can have a good time with them. Um, that they don't stress you out. Um, I would also say like responsive, you know, just making sure that they, you know, if you need something that they're there. Um, yeah, but I would say mostly just the personal thing. Cause you're going to be working, especially if you're doing a full planning, you're going to be working with them a lot. And if you don't right. like that person, that would be really frustrating. Yeah. Just that would be really frustrating. So call a call prior to booking and having kind of a good conversation and getting their kind of just getting a feel for their personality is really important. So is there any, any kind of, I don't know how to answer. I don't know how to ask this question. Like, is there any red flag in like a fee or, uh, you know, something like that? Like if, if a wedding planner is charging me X, Y, Z fee, that's not legit. Is there anything like that? Yeah, I would say definitely. Like if you're looking at a proposal and it's just got a lot of 
things in there. And even with venues, like venues will do this. We'll do like a cake cutting fee and charge you like $4 every time they just cut your cake. They're not making the cake. They're just cutting it. And so things, things like that, that's pretty common actually. So, cause it is hard to cut cake. I will give them that, but it is, but things like that. So like if a coordinator is going to have a cake cutting fee, uh, you know, this, that, and the other fee. Yes. I would say there are things like, having to bring an extra muscle because sometimes like as a coordinate team, you'll show up and you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to move 300 chairs across that meadow in an hour. This is not going to happen. And so it's like, you got to make sure that you're covering your butt somewhere to make sure that, you know, those kind of things are covered. But if there's like all those nitty, you're like, what? like, just like you would feel with like a phone plan or something where people are charging you for little things. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I would feel weary about booking them. So what's another one besides a cake cutting fee? I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, I know. Um, there's like, there'd be errand fees. There's often times to charge for extra calls and for extra, if you're doing a full planning package, if you're day of package, yes, you got to be con- held to a certain, you can't be talking all the time because that's the package you booked, but full planning, you should be able to like email whenever you want. You should be able to have calls. If you need them, you should be able to, um, yeah. Ask as many questions as you want. There's, or like if, she, if, you know, say there is some kind of errand or they're driving their car somewhere within, within reason, that shouldn't be an issue to like go run an errand or, um, do that kind of thing. Obviously again, like they, they're sure those clients out there that, um, or those that are kind of pushing that limit a little bit. So you got to be careful, but, but I think, I think you should be, your coordinator should be willing to kind of go the extra mile for you. Right cake cutting fee. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. And $4 a slice. Yeah. I'm in the wrong business. I, I should just go around and start cutting cakes. <laughs> yes, you sure should. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's lots of them like delivery fees and setup fees. And it's always like, it's, you always, you just think about the cost of the product and you don't think about like, okay, how's the thing going to get there and who's going to set that up. So sometimes you have to pay for it, but there's a lot of extra little uh, costs with wedding, especially like catering. If you're using real dishes, some, who's going to bust that? Who's going to wash those dishes? Who's going to put them back? Who's going to organize the rentals and get them back to the person who's going to bring them back to the shop? You know, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of little logistics involved with that kind of stuff too. Yeah. I guess that is, uh, something to think about if you are planning your own wedding is when you, uh, get a contract from a vendor to read it thoroughly and understand it. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you don't understand it, have someone else read it and say, this is what I understand. What do you understand? So that because you know what you're signing. I know a lot of people get overwhelmed. My husband gets overwhelmed. And when a contract signs up, he'll just go sign it. I don't know. I have no idea what it says. But that's so bad because maybe you're paying someone to cut your cake $4 a slice and you had no idea. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Read it over. And I would say another like red flag, a lot of wedding vendors are kind of, it's a, some, not coordinators I'd say, but other people, it's kind of a side gig for them, like DJs and, um, that's probably the biggest one, honestly. Um, but just making sure they do have a contract and that you like some mm-hmm. kind of deposit process. You don't want people not showing up on your wedding day, you know, things like that, where they, they have a business in place. You feel confident in their structure of their, of what they do and their company and what they provide and, and that should be spelled out in their contract. Right. And in their contract, it should say, bring your power cords. Yes. When you should. DJ. <laughs> I've not had that before. That's pretty crazy. I've had a lot of other crazy things happen, but not that. And I'll never forget watching him because he's setting up and he's just started looking around like, and you know, when you get that frantic Yes. Oh my God, I've forgotten this major piece. Yeah, you could read it. I could read it across the room. I was like, oh boy, something's going on with the DJ. <laughs> and of course I had no day of coordinator. So I was the person he was dealing with. And I had like envelopes of checks and money I was paying people with during the wedding. It was so crazy. I should have had a day of person. Yeah. The bride should not touch money on her wedding day. (laughs) I did. I paid everybody with my train looped around my wrist the whole time. And I didn't even realize it until I looked at our wedding pictures and I went, I walked down the aisle with a stupid train around my wrist. That was, no one said anything to me. No one was like, Hey, your train's on your wrist. No one even brought it up. (laughs) Well, yeah. Oh, my husband, this is a 
not my event, but we had a family member get married and my daughter was a flower girl and I was working another event and my daughter, I got her a nice flower girl dress from Amazon. I don't know. It was cute. And he put it on backwards. (laughs) Like she's two years old, like a clavage lacy thing over her. I was like, nobody said anything. She walked down the aisle like that. She took all my God. It's like, she like this reflects on her mother. This is not, (laughs) Is not what that dress is supposed to go in the back. Um, it was, yeah. So people don't say stuff. They won't, they won't call you out on it. <laughs> That's really funny. So what are some, okay. I brought my, I bought my wedding dress again. We were super broke. I bought my wedding dress at David's bridals. And I yep. have to tell you something. It was a fabulous wedding dress. Yeah, they do a great job. It fit me beautifully. And um, I loved it. I paid $400 for it. And I think people poo-poo places like that, but they can be fabulous depending on what you want. Right. Absolutely. I even like vintage wedding dresses. There's all kinds of fun online resources too. And just like going to your local thrift store and like checking stuff out, like it really is all about the alterations. If you can get a dress that you just love and it might not fit you at all, it could be five sizes too big. Take it to a really good seamstress. I bet you it'll look fantastic on you. Um, it's just, yeah. And yeah, you do not need to spend a lot of money on your dress. And often my favorite dresses have been ones that they've found, um, for super, super cheap and reused dresses. Right. Because there's so many out there. There's so many options and everybody, I think people tend to think, well, I have to spend $10,000 on a wedding gown or something. Mine was literally $400. And I think it was, it was beautiful. It was really appropriate for our wedding. It was very simple and it's very me and it looked great on me. And I had it altered because it didn't fit me exactly right as, you know, it's pretty normal, right? Yeah. Uh, they can do it. They can, right? They're like magic. Yeah. Um, any other places where a person could maybe save money in, yeah. in a wedding? Um, I would say probably the biggest one that people always jump to is flowers. And yes and no, like you can save a lot of money by getting bulk flowers, but you also have to just take into consideration who's doing it and putting it in the freezer in their dead spot. You know, that's <laughs> stressful. It takes a lot of time. And uh, like making bouquets and arrangements is a time consuming thing. And so often people will think, Oh, I'll just do it the day before the wedding. And it's fine. I'll have all the girls help. And it's super stressful. So, but there is other ways that you can buy bulk flowers, um, like from a market that will pull them together for you and just keep them in newspaper and water. Um, there's a bulk like greenery that you can get. There's bulk florals. Like, say you really love one stem, you could use that and get a just do something simple with it. Um, so there's ways you can go cheaper on flowers. I do think that a florist is like worth a million dollars, but, um, I would say, you know, if you are working with a budget, that's way you could do it. Um, gosh, what else music? Obviously people usually cut a DJ and they'll create a playlist. Um, but with that being said too, it's always like kind of a, you know, you don't want to have the dance floor. That's like, how do I dance to this song? This is weird. You, you know, you usually like, if you're making your own playlist, you're like, Oh yeah, this song, this song, this song, this is great. And then you get out there and you're like, Oh wait, you can't dance to this music. <laughs> I, uh, I always recommend if you're making a playlist for yourself, like have throw, host a dance party in your living room first and just make sure you can dance to all the songs and that it's really fun. Um, but that's a good way to save a lot of money too. Um, Yeah. I mean, so where do you spend money? Where do you go? Absolutely. You have to spend money here. I would say in your, your photos and your video. I mean, I do think that's really important. You don't need to spend a ton of money, but I definitely think you need to book a photographer. I think a lot of people will be like, Oh, I'll have a family member do, you know, photos or whatever. And they might be an amateur or you might not love their style. And that's the only tangible thing that you have to, for the rest of your life to look back on, show your kids. And, you know, I want you to love your pictures. I want you to make sure that like the memories in your head match up with what you're seeing in pictures. Like that was the coolest part for me as in my experience getting married was like, Oh my gosh, she caught that hug. I hugged that girl. I hadn't seen that girl in forever. And we had this really cool moment and I have a picture of it. Like, that's so cool. Like, and then you can just always remember those things. So, um, yeah. And someone who though is sorry, tangent, but like, if you're your photographer, I would, the biggest thing with photography though, is someone who 
can capture candid moments and a wedding is not a still it's not um, perfectly being posed and like turning your head directly the right way Uh, it should be like they should be able to capture all those really cool moments that you're having throughout the day and not posing you all the time and yeah sure like there's portrait time but that's that's a short time of the day right okay that's good good advice you're right the photographs yeah we look back at those photographs of croy and his short pants and just die yeah just die because that's so funny and uh, and that is something that we want to revisit over and over again and my train wrapped around my wrist and uh my flower girl who was like nope not walking down the aisle nope not walking down the aisle (laughs) for sure (laughs) and then later she was asleep on one of the pews just passed out she was only four and she just had had enough just (laughs) those moments are really special so special. Yeah. I, that's, I always don't expect anything out of the kids and just love everything they do. Cause it's so fun that everyone's going to love it no matter what they do. <laughs> they are really fun. Okay. Anything else? Any, that's all my questions. Any, anything else, any other advice you thought of while we were talking? You're like, Oh, I should bring this up. I feel like I should, but I feel like I covered a lot. Um, I think, yeah, my biggest thing is just that pass off is really no matter how like speaking from someone who loves this and does this every day uh, having someone in that your place that can be a walking talking you for your wedding day is just so important and it's well it does not need to be a coordinator but it can't be mom it can't be sister it's got to be you know someone that can execute that day for you so you can enjoy that moment all those moments and never forget them um i think and you know your own personality if you know that you are a little bit more type a and you need a little more structure or whatever then a coordinator is definitely for you um but i my dream for all brides is, and grooms is that they get to just relax and have fun on their wedding day and enjoy it and remember it and because it is really special marriage is just such a cool thing it's so special and that day is just a full celebration that's all it should be it's just a a big party and that could look a number of different ways, but I hope that everyone gets to truly enjoy it no matter what it looks like. That's good. It's good advice. I do. I did. I just thought of another question while you were talking. So if I am in college and I am listening to this podcast and I think, you know what, I would like to do that. What should I do? Should I go intern for somebody? Should I go work in corporate America and figure out how that works? Uh, What should I do? Yeah, I would definitely go. And I say this with any college kid, but just go job shadow someone. I mean, whatever you feel passionate about or whatever you want to do, especially with coordinating. Yeah. Like, and trust me, coordinators are always looking for help. Like we have girls that will come on like high school kids, even that will just come set up at weddings for us. And, you know, if you like that, then you can maybe be an assistant coordinator and then a lead coordinator and like move up and then be like, okay, maybe I could do this on my own one day. So, uh, yeah, go try it. Don't, don't, cause I think a lot of people and all coordinators say this, but a lot of people plan their own weddings and they're like, oh, I want to be a coordinator. And then you kind of get into it. And when you're planning like 50 things at the same time, you're like, this is not the same. <laughs> so you want to talk to people that do it. You want to try it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go give it a shot first. And then if you like it, then go for it. You know, I think what you just said applies to almost every industry, right? Totally. I'm remodeling my kitchen. I should be a kitchen designer. Then you start kitchen design and you go, maybe not, maybe not. That's incredible advice for anybody going into any industry to job shadow. Yes, I would totally agree. I mean, I, I tell my younger siblings that I tell like everybody that works for me, go job shadow every, like, even if it's just like a week, just go sit there and watch what they do on a day-to-day basis. Cause their, their job might sound really fluffy, like a wedding coordinator. That sounds like a really fluffy job and has a lot of perks and stuff. And it's a lot different than what it looks like. So you see uh, a lot of turnover and coordinators, like the people are like, this is not for me, especially at venues. Cause most venues will hire like a coordinator to run the management of the venue. So a lot of turnover in those positions. Cause it sounds like a really fun job, but it's a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of weekends. So just making sure that you like what you're doing day to day and you're happy about that. And so then it'll stick if you do. So it is a lot of weekends, right? So when do, do you get weekends off? Ever? Well, 
Um, I do now at the beginning of this, I did not, I would, I was lead coordinator for everything. Now I've got a team underneath me that are just badass women and so fantastic. Um, and I've trained them to say what I say and do what I do. They, they know exactly how to run the show. I have a really good training process that we have in place. So now I've got girls underneath me that will lead those events. So a lot of most, all of the day of coordinating packages are led by one of my girls that does it. Um, and yeah. And so now I do freeze up my weekend a little bit more. So now I just usually do the full planning weddings. If, if there's not multiple on that day, um, and it's nice. My husband, he's in the school district. And so he's, um, so we have summers is my busy season. So we can make our weekends midweek for us. So for us, it works. Oh, good. That's good. That's really good. You know, I think a lot of people, a lot of young kids these days think that they should just get their weekends off and their time free. And that's just not really how it works. You know, I, I didn't, I, I waited tables for eight years and Guess what? I worked on Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, and that's just kind of the way it works until you've worked enough to get to the place where you can delegate and disappear or you can, you know, uh, seniority out of having to work on the weekends. You don't just get to start a job and say no Saturday, Sunday. (laughs) Yeah, no, you got it. And and I love that because I mean, grinding like that for however many years I did it, I just learned so much in that time frame. Like, so now when I'm putting girls in those situations, I'm not expecting crazy things from them or I'm not, I, I, I can under, truly understand what they've been through so that I can help guide them in those situations. And, you know, if they are, yeah, if they need help with that. So those grinding days are a gift, aren't they? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm all about the grind. Well, I love the grind. I still, I'm the friggin' biggest grinder around this uh, in my, in my whole life. But I wish people, I wish people who don't understand the, the necessity of the grind g- could, because that is where your self-esteem grows. That's where your value system grows. It's so important to have those times where you go, I can't believe I made it through. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that a lot of that comes from my experience being an athlete too, is just that's that whole thing. And you carry that into whether you learn that in your first jobs when you're growing up or in school or whatever, uh, it, you need to have those moments to be able to find out who you are. And I totally agree. I'm all about, yeah, I'm a coach too. And my husband coaches and being in the school district, watching the kids, I'm like, you got to put those kids to work. Like we got to, you know, <laughs> let them shine and figure out what they want to do. So it's so important. It's so, so important. It is. Well, this was awesome. I think that you are awesome and your company looks amazing on your website. Uh, and if you want inf- more information, you are at gather G A T H E R. Leavenworth, L-E-A-V-E-N-W-O-R-T-H, gatherleavenworth.com. So that that pass-off course, I did not click through to look at the course or anything, but from as you described it, seems just amazing. So yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's right now it's only at $199, so it's super cheap. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not promising it'll always stay there, but it's that's where it's at right now. And we're happy with where it's at for the time being. Um, and yeah, you can access it through the website. There's a couple different spots so you can find it. And it explains a lot of information. I think there's even a, a promo video, or there should be. Um, so like you can kind of experience one lesson and see if it's for you. And, and if not, you know, it's that's just a promo. So. I think that's amazing. And and if you're in the Pacific Northwest or interested in getting married in the Pacific Northwest, you should check out our website for that too, because some of the pictures are just breathtaking. I mean, you don't have to decorate anything. No. I, I mean, it's just gorgeous. Every every picture I was like, oh my God, yeah. it's amazing. It's beautiful. You you do a beautiful job. Thank you. Um, yeah. I mean, itself is, it's a, beautiful place. I mean, I, I am obsessed with where we live. It's fantastic. And I think it's perfect for events and it's fun people. There's a lot to do around here too. And if you want to show off the Pacific Northwest, this is the spot to do it for sure. 
Well, that uh, not to imply that you didn't do much as a planner. What you did was find these beautiful places where people could get married with this backdrop that's just breathtaking and then made it even better by the things you added in and around their area. It was just beautiful. It's beautiful. I think you did a great job. Um, But thank you for coming on today and sharing your knowledge and experience. And um, hopefully people will seek out this um, pass off course. I think it's awesome and super valuable. And um, I guess I'm assuming you're helping Halston with his wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's how this whole thing started. So I'm so, I'm so glad that he gave me the opportunity to jump on and ask. He's like, can you get on tomorrow? I'm like, Oh gosh, dang, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> I know. Thank you for that. I appreciate that very much. The last oh, minute. I loved it. This, this kind of stuff works better for me too. So I was like, this is great. Oh my gosh. What a cool opportunity. I can't believe that he thought about me being able to do this. So that's really cool. It I'm was excited. a win-win. It was a win-win. Win-win. Yeah. yeah. It was great. It worked out perfect. Well, thank you so much. It was nice to meet you. And, um, and um good luck with Halston's wedding. He's a real difficult guy. Good luck. <laughs> like it. He seems like it. <laughs> and Brooklyn. Oh my God. Yeah. So terrible. high maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> no. They're gonna be fantastic. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> they are. And what a beautiful backdrop for them to get married. It's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. It'll be great. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, of course. Of course. See you later. Bye. Bye.